hello everyone. Welcome back to the BUS 383 Creativity and Design Thinking Podcast, where every week I get an opportunity to meet with some of my students to talk about creativity and innovation, especially in context of what we're learning in the course and hopefully with their future career goals. Um, today we have Jarrett Lyon. Uh, Jarrett, thanks for coming on the podcast today. Yeah, no problem. Awesome. Um, he is a, well, he'll tell you a little bit more about himself, um, but he is, uh, he's a baseball player. I do know that. He's a catcher. Uh, we talk about this often in class, and he's from Butler, PA, so that has a, a near and dear place in my heart because I <laughs> went to school at Indiana University of Pennsylvania. My undergrad is from IUP, which is an Indiana PA. Um, so, Jared, if you wouldn't mind just introducing yourself who you are, your major, your hometown, um, and any interests and hobbies you have for the audience. Yeah, so as you said, my name is Jared Lyon. I am currently a fifth year major um, in the marketing field. Um, like you said, I'm from Butler, Pennsylvania. We're about 45 minutes north of Pittsburgh. And also, like you said, I, I play baseball here at Walsh. I'll be playing for my fifth year, looking to play for also a sixth. Um, continuing through into the MBA program for the remainder of my time here. Um, on top of baseball, I'm a big outdoors guy. Uh, so I do a lot of fishing and things like that where we go out, we'll do a little bit of fishing, we'll kind of, I, I don't know, scale around, try to find some new places and do a little bit of hiking throughout all that and just be outdoors. So. That's fun. Now, is that something that you did growing up or is it something that you picked up more recently? Yeah, so I want to say I started about 15 years old. We had just started out just kind of back in Butler, Pennsylvania. There isn't a whole lot to do. So we would end up just going down to the local pond and fishing. And now that I'm a little bit older, we do a little bit of traveling with it. Um, we primarily do a lot of creek fishing and stuff now. So we're out in the water. Um, so it's 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 been one of those things where as I get older, where you kind of learn a little bit more, you you branch out into different parts of the the sport, I guess you could call it at this point. Yeah, um, and it just kind of lets your creativity run free with it. So <laughs> do you actually uh, do you catch and release, or do you actually eat what you catch? Yeah, so most of the time we're a catch and release. Um, we don't do a whole lot of fishing for. I guess you could call it food at this point. Um, uh, for the most part, it's, we go out, we kind of try to find a spot and we'll do our fishing and it's all release. And uh, one of the things I'm kind of big on is the conservation of the different creeks and stuff back home. So we're pretty concerned about the population. We do a lot of smallmouth fishing and the populations have been dropping lately. So everything's return, 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 so. Oh, interesting, all right. Yep. Well, so as you know, this class is about creativity and innovation, and I've introduced some concepts of design thinking. Um, yeah. So in your own terms, what, what did these, in your own words, what did these terms or concepts mean to you? Uh, we'll just go down, we'll separate it into three. I know they're related, but I'm trying yeah. to parse between the three. So creativity, how would you define creativity? Yeah, so to me, it's one of those things where you have to be able to see things in a way that others normally don't see them. Um, so we had discussed the paperclip in class where normally 
to the average person, it's just like, oh, I'm going to hold some papers together, um, do whatever the average person would. And we came up with, I don't know, 50 different uses for the paperclip. So it's, it's seeing something for a use or whatever you have it um, in other ways that other people may not see. And those are, whether they be little tiny small changes or far extremes, so. Yeah, excellent, I love that. Um, how about innovation? What, when I say the term innovation, what comes to mind? Um, I think there's one big word for that, and it's originality. Um, so that would just be kind of coming up and envisioning new ideas as others wouldn't have imagined them. And that would be using your imagination to come up with those things, so. All right, and the last one, design thinking. I think this is new for most students um, and probably new for a lot of the audience that will be listening to this podcast in the future. Mm -hmm. Um, But if you were to explain the concept of design thinking to somebody who wasn't as familiar, what what are some words or ideas that come to your mind? Yeah, so as opposed to creativity and innovation, where those are just kind of coming up with ideas and things like that, I imagine design thinking is more of a process. Um, So you have your initial problem recognition and it's kind of the process of breaking down, okay, this is how I'm going to solve my problem. This is, I'm trying to think of how to explain it properly. Um, But it's a process from problem recognition the whole way through your final product. And it's just this never ending cycle of coming up with ideas and, um, just just kind of it's it's tough for me to explain honestly <laughs> no let me but we'll riff off of that we'll riff yeah off. so yeah. you're saying it's a process which i like yeah because what you're saying at least as i'm hearing it is you know if you're really trying to solve a problem it's it's normally not just a one solution fits all right yeah exactly so if you're constantly trying to look at and tweak and improve and improve upon and know we call this iterative um, prototyping but that's sort of what you guys did in class right with cereal box like you looked at it you saw the problems and then you tried to redesign it and if I gave you more time you probably could test it with different people and then you'd go over the process again so sort of a process yeah no I'm with you there I I got you cool so thinking about I'm not sure how current you are with the news Um, Mm -hmm. design or if you're purposefully not but that's okay even if you are if you aren't um my question is who do you think is one of the most creative and innovative people out there right now yeah so the immediate person that comes to mind with that is elon musk right and i mean we had talked about him in class for close to an hour the one day it was just yeah he is constantly coming up with ideas and I think the thing with Elon Musk that stands out more than anyone else is he does those ideas Mm. so if we're talking about his whole idea of the boring project which kind of turned into did I lose you Jared and his idea was like okay we want to build a tunnel but where do we start (laughs) and it was just well let's dig a pit and that pit turned into a tunnel and then they were able to branch out and end up doing that in multiple cities now i mean it's just it's not even limited to that i mean he has tesla and spacex and the rocket lab and all kinds of stuff and with him he just 
he he has an idea and he just goes out and does it. And that's what I think is so cool about him. Yeah, yeah, I love that. So not just thinking about it, which is important, which is important. Yeah. You do have to, you have to give the proper time and attention to solve a creative and complex problem. But you're saying going beyond just thinking about it and actually doing it. Totally. Yeah. Um, well, and with him too, I like when he has that idea and he goes out and does it, if he has issues, he does everything in his power to solve those issues to create the best product he really can too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah, he's definitely a doer. So yeah. thinking of, to kind of um, jump off of that, beyond Tesla, I want to ask you to think of companies you admire. And this might be even companies you might want to work for or companies that you think, oh, that would be really cool if I could you know, learn a little bit more about how they work. Um, do you mind sharing a few of those? Yeah, so I had two kind of outlined and the two were Amazon and Netflix. And I think what is so cool about them is they kind of started out in the same general format where Amazon was just selling books and Netflix was just renting out DVDs. And it was super limited at the beginning. So obviously with Amazon, they've branched out into full market and Netflix has moved out into streaming and creating their own original content and things like that. Um, and to me, I would just love to learn about that whole process of expansion. And I mean, they've both just turned into such huge companies in such a short period of time. And I just, I can't even imagine the logistics and things like that. So, yeah, yeah. And even within Netflix, like you said, they're not just streaming providers, they're actually content providers, which is kind of, yeah, yeah they're, they're their own producer now. Mm -hmm. I think I read somewhere Dave Chappelle um, signed like a $70 million deal with Netflix, which is just crazy. I mean, that's yeah. stupid money, you know? Well, and a lot of different actors and stuff are starting to sign on with these streaming platforms too. It's yeah. not just Netflix either, so. Right, right. Yeah, so you don't have to wait for those huge studios to sign you to like a, you know, like a multi-million dollar multi-movie deal you just go straight to the streaming platforms which used to be like sort of poo-pooed upon but now it's like the main way that people consume their media like nobody's yeah. going to movie theaters anymore you know exactly yeah so thinking about um your own career path where do you see yourself after you graduate and then where do you see yourself hopefully in the next three to five years yeah so Obviously, with my degree, I'm a marketing major, but I'm also an entrepreneurship minor as well as in the sports management program. Um, it, it's I've kind of worked throughout college to try to be able to offer myself to basically any market in the job or any field in the job market as much as I could, but primarily with the focus on sports. Um, so for me, my end goal would realistically be to be working in, whether it be a marketing department with a, a major team, preferably baseball, obviously. Yeah. Um, or working in sales departments. Um, I really want to stay active within sports in some way. And I've found that branching out as much as I have, I think I've kind of made myself my own marketer at that point for jobs. So. 
Yeah, I think definitely. And I think that's sort of the untold story of most college students. Like you, yeah. you almost have to be your own personal brand even you know even if you aren't going to be the next great instagram influencer or what have you just to stand out from the crowd with your resume so i completely agree with that do you want to stay around here like cleveland or akron or do you are you open to moving or yeah i mean i'm pretty open to it i would have no issues moving around even out further into the west and stuff like that but Okay. I have found throughout the years, I mean, I've only been here for five years and I've found I really love it around Northeast Ohio and stuff. I mean, I'm not, I'm not too far away to begin with, but just right here in Northeast Ohio, you really have anything you want. So. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Hey, as long as you don't go working for the Dallas Cowboys, you're all right. <laughs> you won't catch me out there. Okay. That's for sure. <laughs> okay. Um, all right, so I'm going to give you a minute here. Um, could you tell the audience a little bit about your creativity project? So the project you're doing for my class, what is it? What's it about? You know, how do you come upon this as your creative outlet? Yeah. Um, so essentially what I'm going to be doing is creating a YouTube channel for catchers in baseball. Um, what I had found is over the years, as a catcher myself, there aren't very many resources out, whether it be on the internet or whether it's through coaches, what have you, um, to be able to really advance yourself in that position. Um, nowadays, obviously, there's some social medias, platforms and stuff with different content creators that are starting to pop up here and there. Um, but I've never really found one place exactly where catchers are able to go to learn the basic skills through the most advanced of advanced. So personally, I'm trying to set up a channel to be able to reach any of those markets, essentially. Um, so what I'll be doing, I'll be covering things as basic as catching the baseball through different play situations, whether it be blocking the plate or making throws to bases, things like that. Um, but I'm just trying to create a platform where youth through college athletes are able to go um, to advance themselves in their position that in the past hasn't really had much of a um, I, I guess just say content to really help them out so yeah no that's great I have a uh, first grader who is left-handed um, he, he likes the game of baseball but there are I never played it growing up so I don't know how to teach him the right way. Like I can teach him how to shoot a free throw because yeah. that I can teach him how to throw a football. But baseball is just one of those things, especially being a catcher, it's yeah. such a specific skill set um, that I wouldn't even know where to begin. So I, I love that, especially for as parents of youth baseball, you know, children. I think that would be really helpful. Yeah, and one of the big things too for me is it's like there are coaches out there. But to go to a coach can be $50 an hour, and a lot of people just don't have that money to do that. Oh, easily. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I want to be a free resource for those kids to be able to essentially teach themselves how to play that position. And that's how I learned growing up. So I just want it to be more openly available to more people. That's awesome. I love it. Yeah. Um, so the last question, Jared, is what sparks your own personal creativity? Oh, man. 
So for me, I just think coming into new situations where I've never been um, forces you to be creative where you have to come up with solutions to problems and things like that on the fly really gets me going um i've never been a person where like i'll see something and if i think about it too long i'll just lose interest completely (laughs) so like for me for fishing it was always been how do i catch that fish like i'll go out for hours and i'll never catch anything but i but the whole i guess it's the competitive nature in me wants to keep learning um how to do things like that so I guess it kind of forces me into being creative to actually learn how to do new things. So. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and fish are a lot smarter than us. So <laughs> I like to think that sometimes. <laughs> they are. At least every time I've gone, I haven't caught a thing. So yep. I'm doing everything wrong. So Yeah, it could be tough. So. <laughs> hey, well, Jared, thank you for, uh, for taking the time to do this. I really appreciate your time. Um, I'm looking forward to this project. I think especially for those of us who have kids that might be interested in baseball. Uh, I think it's great. It's a good way for you to give back to the community. It's a good way for you to kind of get your name out there as well as a resource. Um, so do this for me. Once you're done, um, send me the URL or the links or whatever documents or attachments that you have. And I'm going to put that in the description of this okay. particular Jarrett Lyon podcast episode so people can find out more about you um, after we're done with this, after you're you're done with this particular class. Um, if still people want to learn more about you, they might have a way to contact you. Is that okay? Yep, that would be awesome. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for coming on, buddy. Appreciate it. Yeah, not a problem. I've enjoyed it. All right, man. All right.